I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Money Stepper Q&A podcast session 66, stamp duty for limited companies. Rachel asks, I know that the stamp duty of plus 3% comes into effect in April 2016. I'm looking at buying a £110,000 flat to let out next year. If I bought it as a company, can I avoid the stamp duty? What other concerns or benefits does this bring? Hi Rachel, thanks for your question. The autumn statement wasn't half annoying for property investors. For anyone who's not aware, the new stamp duty, uh, which Rachel refers to in her question, which is due to come into effect in April 2016, states that for anyone buying a property which is not their primary residence, so their own home, they'll have to pay an additional 3% stamp duty. So if Rachel's looking to buy a flat for £110,000, then the standard stamp duty for a residential property purchase would have been 0% at that level. But the new 3% surplus charge means that she now needs to pay 3% of £110,000 or £3,300 in stamp duty. Unfortunately, Rachel, you actually can't get around this by just setting up a limited company and buying it through that vehicle. The new regulation states that there may be some relief for corporates or large investors, but this is likely only to be relevant to individuals or companies who own over 15 properties. Now, the details of this are still being debated by government, but it's very unlikely at this stage that there'll be an exemption for a company that has been established and only has a small handful of properties. They understand this is how people are going to try and get around this extra regulation and so they're already putting things in place to stop that. However, there may be other reasons why you might want to set up as a company in order to manage your property investments. Now, I won't go into any great detail in this in today's podcast, but you'll need to consider the changes from the last budget related to higher limit tax relief on mortgage interest or lack of it. You need to think about how to distribute any profits from a company you set up back to yourself. So this could be through dividends or salary for the company, uh, which gives you the extra complexity of PAYE, but means that you might be able to make that more tax efficient. You'll also need to consider the difference between capital gains tax for individuals and corporation tax for companies, and the need to elect the property as your primary residence if you want to try and live there and benefit from possible capital gains tax reliefs in the future. So there's plenty of other things to think about and not just related to this stamp duty about whether a company might be better than owning this as an individual. But you'll also need to consider the disadvantages of owning a company, the difficulties of setting up a company. Your funding options, for instance, might be diminished a little bit because there's fewer buy-to-let mortgages currently on offer for companies compared to individuals. Although the market for that is changing quite quickly at the minute, 
You'll need to also think about company administration. You'll have to think about the tax returns you'll have to complete and a plethora of other things that come with setting up a company. Another alternative, if you're trying to avoid this stamp duty but you don't want to set up a company, is to think about your investing timeline. For example, is it possible for you to buy this property before April 2016? If it is, then that would mean that you wouldn't be liable to paying the stamp duty on the new purchase. For more information on the stamp duty and whether you want to set up as a company, I've added two links into the show notes, moneystepper.com forward slash question 66, to podcasts by Rob and Rob from the Property Hub, which cover managing your properties in a company and the new stamp duty changes. Now, often I refer to these guys because they're pretty good for an independent source of advice, and the two linked episodes of their podcast in there cover these two subjects, the subject of setting up a property in a company and the subject of new stamp duty changes pretty well. So I'd recommend you go and listen to them. But as a brief summary to your question, Rachel, unfortunately, no, you can't get round the new stamp duty changes just by setting up a limited company. Have a good weekend, everyone. Next week, we come back with three questions. Uh, Someone asking for some advice on their pension someone worried about fraudulent transactions on their credit card and somebody asking about mortgages for the self-employed. So I'll see you next week for those three questions. If you have your own question to ask, then go to moneystepper.com forward slash submit a question or alternatively you can send me an email directly at moneystepper at gmail.com. It'll be a pleasure to answer any questions you have. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.